Welcome to the seventh episode of the Purple, Yellow, Red and Blue podcast, a Portugal the Man podcast. Each podcast I'm joined by a guest to talk about everything going on with Portugal the Man. News, social media activities, interviews, new releases, potential new albums coming up very soon. With a chance to uh, hang out with a guest every episode as their impressions of new releases and pretty much, you know, their experiences, the first time hearing them, that sort of thing. Plus with the PTM song game at the end of the episode where I like to make him look a little silly, but so far, we haven't caught too many people out. We will, though. Uh, you can find this podcast, past and future episodes, up on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast. If you're on YouTube or any of the other ones where you can like, like it or favourite or do whatever it does, um, leave us a review or anything. There, that helps spread the word, just helps more people find it. Um, yeah, pretty much. My name is Mark, and my guest joining me today is... Hello, my name is Amy. I am from Wisconsin, and I have been a Portugal Man fan since I heard Purple, Yellow, Red, and Blue in 2013. Cool, cool. Good good one to jump in first. How you doing, Amy, on this, uh, this Friday evening afternoon? How you doing? Well, I'm much better now that it's Friday afternoon. Oh, <laughs> we all, oh, we all. Nice. And uh, you said you're uh, based from Wisconsin, was it? The land, land of the cheese, yeah. as I've learned. <laughs> yes, and beer. And I know Portugal yeah. the Man is a fan of PBR, so I gotta, you know, I gotta give props to my Wisconsin beers. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's uh, what would you recommend then? Beer type from Wisconsin? Is there a particular brand or anything? Bit of free promotion for them? Well, geez, that's a tough one. Um, there are oh. so many good beers in Wisconsin. A lot of people like to come to Wisconsin and drink um, Spotted Cow because it's only available in Wisconsin. Hmm. And technically, you can get in trouble if you try to bring it across the border. But I I typically like, I don't know, I like my PBR. You know, I like my, my gold uh, mom and pop beer. Mm, very traditional. Very nice of you. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, you um, you said you got started, Portugal man fan. Obviously, uh, thank you for coming on today. Uh, somewhat short notice again. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you have a good time tonight. Yeah. Awesome. So, you, you said you started off with purple, yellow, red, and blue. So you've been a fan for what, like ten plus years, roughly, or maybe a little bit earlier, a little bit later, somewhere around that. Yeah, I initially I actually had shazammed. Um, purple, yellow, red, and blue mm. off of the radio. And then I was going through my Shazams and I decided to look up some other 
you know, tunes that they had come out with. And I was actually quite surprised to see how many albums they already had out. So I had a lot to catch up on. But um, Evil Friends was just, it blew me away. I just could not stop listening to it over and over. And um, I decided that I need to see them live because I, I love live shows. That's like kind of my thing is like I just go to concerts all the time. Um, and so I had just missed them. They had just played in Milwaukee. And oh. so then the next time, I know it's such a bummer. <laughs> So the next time I was able to see them was with um, Cage the Elephant, mm. and so on that tour. So that was the first time I had seen them, and also the first time I had met them. Um, John and Zach had came over to the side just to talk to some fans, and we just happened to be oh, standing really? there. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so we hung out with them for a little while, and um, I don't know if John would remember this, but my friend was really or still is really into like crystals and um you know like rocks and mm, mm, stuff okay. like that and um she had given john a rock <laughs> a crystal <laughs> oh really and okay. so yeah and so the next time and he he looked a bit i, I wouldn't say shocked but he i don't and I wouldn't say confused, but I think he just didn't really know what to do or say. <laughs> and so then <laughs> the next time I had talked to him, I had asked him if he remembered. And he, he said he did. But, you know, of course, like they probably beat like a million fans. Oh, um, yeah. So I've always been curious to know, like, if he ever got any energy off of that. Because strangely enough, that night. And I don't know how anybody stands on that, but strangely enough, that night when I held on to that crystal, it got really hot in my hand. Mm. And so there was something going on with that crystal. So I always wanted to ask John about that. Interesting. Maybe you had like, you just, I don't know, just something, something like that. Yeah. Never know, never know. But that's cool that on yeah. like your first show, like you came over and was like, hey, how you doing? That, I mean, we know they could yeah we were i mean we were just kind of standing there and they immediately as soon as they were done with their show came over to the side and started chatting with fans mm. so i thought that was really cool that's cool because normally they just sort of they're like thanks for coming see you good night and everyone and like 30 seconds later the whole room just empties so that's pretty yeah. cool that they would just hang around because it's not my experience normally it's like as soon as they're as soon as 90% of their bodies behind the curtain, the room is empty. Everyone's gone. You're like, Jesus. Yeah. Right, exactly. Especially <laughs> at the Rave, um, the place that they played at, um, it's called the Eagles Ballroom slash the Rave. <laughs> and it's supposedly haunted, and there's an underground pool. And I, I'm sure they've been there before, and they had seen the pool before. But, yeah, I was, I was like, I'm surprised that they're not going downstairs and hanging out in the pool instead of hanging out with us Wisconsinites. <laughs> I know. They're good people. They probably just wanted to chat, you never know. I mean, this was like 2013, so around that time. Yeah, this was, let's see, what was this? That was 2016, I think. 2016. Tour with. Yeah, but still, yeah, mm. long time ago. The doomin' and gloomin' era. Yeah. That will never, that will never be. Ah, that one's mm -hmm. never going to kill off, is it? to say that's just that's just like one of those bittersweet memories it's one of those and it won't be it won't be a thing but you know a lot of 
a lot of what that album was supposed to be or contrived to be ended up on Woodstock. So we've we've kind of got the best mm-hmm. version, I think, of it. I mean, again, they're artists in their own right, and they can, if that's the best way, the most positive way they saw that outcome. That's that's the mm-hmm. best thing forward, I suppose. You know, there's no point. I mean. It might have been a bit of a Debbie Downer album as well, let's be honest. Doom and Gloom, and it could have been that fun. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I don't want to get too excited about it. There's nothing to get too excited about, but hey-ho. Um, yeah. yeah, perhaps it was just in the out in the universe. You know, it was right before um, COVID and lockdown, so maybe the dooming and glooming, you know, wasn't really... Maybe they they predicted before we knew what was coming. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> They're like five the- years. Yeah. So your so you said your first memory was um, of hearing it. Sh- Shazam, the song. Obviously, if you don't know what Shazam is, it's that. It was that. I don't know. If, it is still around, isn't it? It's like a mobile app, and you like you hear yeah. a song, and it'll be like, "What's this?" And it's like the technology will listen in and. You basically go, oh, it's this, which I remember John said in an interview, he said, yeah, we were the most Shazam ban in 2018, 2017. Oh, funny. And I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing, because that means no one knows us, but now they're listening to us. So I'll take that as a win. Um, now they know. That's a that's a throwback, God. I don't know where that came from. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Portugal Man, and what's your, your favourite album? It is it, oh. it is evil friends or oh, you could make a tough decision. <laughs> yeah, you know I'd probably say evil friends just because that was kind of like the start of my, um, you like musical journey with them. Mm-hmm. You know, just I I listened to that album so many times, and it's like one of those things where once a song ends, you automatically know what the next like two three notes are going to be yeah of the next song because oh, yeah. you've listened to that album so often and again I, I i started with if people if you don't know already i started around the in the mountain in the clown era but my mm. personal favorite is probably evil friends as well even though some people think in the mountain in the cloud is superior um yeah they're, they're allowed to have their opinions uh i just i don't know evil friends it just it paints a picture of a man's struggles or a person struggles, it doesn't have to be the man, but a person struggle with loss, love, um, vengeance, all those things, and the emotions that go along with that. You go you go across a journey. You go across a journey, mm-hmm. and I just, when I thought of it like that, I just think, yeah, it links up nicely, because, you know, there's, there's emotional stuff going on with plastic soldiers, and then evil friends is like a nightmare, modern Jesus is that reclaiming moment of, like, finding himself, and then, you know... You'll have something like Hip Hop Kids, which is about buying a coat in France, you know, just random for his daughter Francis, you know, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a bit random. But yeah, I think it all ties up together and Purple, Yellow, Red and Blue, which name of the podcast. Um, yeah, just just probably one of my, probably the favourite or one of my favourites. Yeah, just a very striking, very, oh, I, don't, I don't know what the word is. I don't, I don't know how to really, do, I'm probably doing a really bad job of it, but. For me, if you see i hadn't heard the previous album so for me i didn't really have anything to compare to but now that i have it it to me seems like a kind of like a change you know like Mm. it was and it seemed like an like an angry album like and i tend to like angry albums yeah (laughs) (laughs) or angry music i guess um and so there was a lot of it that i was like 
I could really get behind like emotionally. Mm. Yeah, I I get that as well. Yeah, I. Yeah, I feel like I put it on and I put it on together, and it is a you go on the journey. You know, as you said, you you mm-hmm. feel the emotions, sort of thing, and you go through it and you rock out as you're going through, and it's pretty good. There aren't, you know, I mean, I don't really tend to skip much as well on it, which. There were a lot of albums where you're like, oh, I'll skip track four or track seven or whatever as you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't really tend to skip anything. It's a good it's a good listen. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. What's, uh, what are some of your favourites then that aren't Evil Friends attached? What's one of my um, favourite song- songs? Yeah, songs or albums or anything. Are they like... Um, I really dig Chicago. Mm. But... I might be a little bit biased because I'm from the Midwest, but that song too, I was just like, wow, man, this song is fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it goes hard, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then like, obviously it's complicated. It was just, that was just a whole different musical journey too. It's just, it's amazing to me how different the albums can sound. Like there is a, there's a kind of like a common theme or a thread maybe through them, but they all have like their own unique sound to them. Yeah, definitely. And I think their, their journey of experimenting and learning progressing music throughout the albums, as John always says of, Hey, don't do it like this. You know, we were, we didn't really know what we were doing on uh, Way to You Vultures and those early EPs as well. But as they progressed, yeah, they've they've made you know they've improved. I think they've improved, and each each one does sound unique. It is unique. Has unique artwork. Has mm-hmm. it's it's their, it's their stance. I mean, the fact that they recorded some most of those in like ten days or something or under is just is is wacky. <laughs> fair play they must have had the studio space for that amount of time or whatever so they had to do it in that time you know and John's always right writing, exactly so. yeah yeah I was trying to I was thinking to myself like I wonder if there had ever been like a lull I mean there's been like there's been two now there's been two yeah I suppose yeah the week between I, mean, I don't know if you could even call COVID like you know mm, I, I was I don't know. I think I think we go from yearly to a four-year gap between Evil Friends and Woodstock, and then yeah, I it's yeah. it will be what six years more or less between Woodstock and Chris Black changed my life, which mm. we're recording this just under a month before it releases. Um, how are you feeling about it so far? How are you feeling? Are you excited, obviously, but yes, very much so. Um... Yeah, I'm totally digging the sound because to me it's just it it brings me back to that whole psychedelic rock sound. You know, I'm getting all these I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan too, mm. so it's like I'm getting so much of this um being a big Pink Floyd fan myself, like I just yeah. hear a lot of old school classic rock like sounds, like the psychedelic rock and like I just to me, it makes me think back when I was in high school listening to The Wall, you know, and mm. um, it it reminds me of a classic rock album, but it hasn't even been released yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we're so close to it as well. It's, I mean, we'll get into it later. We'll, next, we'll talk about recent releases and like how we're feeling a little bit more in depth, but it's cool so far. I'm enjoying it. It's very different. 
I think the transition mm-hmm. between Evil Friends to Woodstock to this, you can sort of see them bridging towards maybe, you know, they've always used the term genreless. They don't really want to be pinned mm-hmm. down to a particular genre. And, you know, they've been working with a lot of artists between Woodstock and this. I mean, they've definitely, the door's been opened, it's been kicked open yeah. really for them worldwide. Um, yeah. You know, and the awards have been shoved up the backside, you know, everything's <laughs> and everything in between. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a journey. And, you know, they're in a, posi- they're in a position where this is what they want to be doing at the moment. And, you know, we'll find out in less than a month's time what's installed, even though quite a lot has been, we've had quite a few singles released beforehand, haven't we? I don't know, like, I think we're up to like five or six at this point. And yeah. Yeah, how are you feeling about it then? <laughs> um, I love it. I mean, I obviously, I, I love hearing, you know, the new music. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing the album from start to finish, though. Yes. I feel like it's going yeah. to be a whole, you know, like the story's going to come into place and everything's going to kind of just like fall into piece, like in all the little pieces are going to come in together and. Mm. It's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Awesome, awesome. And uh, moving away slightly from Portugal, man, to maybe get to know you, but we'll we'll jump back onto it shortly. What other uh, bands do you like or have seen or live shows or anything like that? Ah. Your recommendations. Recommendations. (laughs) It's kind of funny because, I mean... I, I do like a lot of indie rock, you know, mm. that is kind of, I it probably is the most listened to genre that I listen to. Um, but other than that, um, I actually am a huge Madonna fan, you know, for 40 okay. years now. Okay. So, yeah. And um, I love the fact that Zach is also a huge Madonna fan. Oh, really? <laughs> I think, Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's that. amazing. I and Lou, who is their friend, I don't know if you've ever talked to him, but no. he's like done their merch and stuff. He's like their merch guy. Um, he he does like merch for tons of bands, mm. but he's like one of their buddies or whatever. But um, he's also a huge Madonna fan, and so <laughs> him and I have talked a lot more about Madonna than we have about Portugal the Man, which oh, is wow. funny. Oh, yeah. wow, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't actually yeah. know that. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, um, big Madonna fan. Yeah, other okay. than that, yeah, big Madonna fan, but I feel like it's kind of funny because I don't te- typically listen to pop music. Like, Madonna's <laughs> just kind of like my one-off. And then um, other than that, it's mostly indie rock. I've Lately, I have been obsessed with the beaches from um, okay. Canada. They... Uh, I only just discovered them, but I've been listening to them nonstop, and it's amazing to me that they're they're this young female group, and like their playing style and their their way that they connect with each other is just so spot on. Like it's it's almost like shocking to me because it's like they sound like they've been a band that has been together for twenty years, and they're. <laughs> they're not even they haven't even been alive for more than 20 years so yeah it's just amazing it's i'm excited about all this new music that's coming out it's really amazing yeah the post-pandemic scene 
it's definitely like it's yes. definitely kicking now. Like I'm noticing like artists are like, hey, we're doing something this year. Remember us? You know, like a couple of the bands are like. I mean, not everyone is is at that pace, but yeah, it's gonna. It's an exciting. It feels like we're back, back in full force. You know. Um, yeah, and everybody's kind of trying to like almost catch up or make up for time yes. lost. Like every everyone is on tour this summer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. have enough time or money for all this. <laughs> I know. There's. I've literally got two shows. I've just seen in the end of August in England. One's on the Saturday, and then one's on the on the Monday. And I'm like, mm. a ticket is seventy quid each, and there's two shows I want to mm. go to. And then I've got to ask people to come with me. I could go on my own, but I don't know. I, I, I go with someone. And I'm like, man, I'm trying to like move out. <laughs> I shouldn't really be doing this. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's so much money. That's like two hundred pound days out. I can't really be doing it. But I'm like, I haven't done too much more this year. So oh, I don't know. I have to consider it. Ah, oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you have until August, so at I've, least you have some time to think about I, it. I will. I will, and uh, look forward to it. What are some of the tracks you like from them? Any recommendations? Um, a t-shirt is one of them okay um there's really just like so many of them here let me look at my playlist here give me a recommendation let's see give it up is another one uh desdemona i actually don't know what that means but that's probably my favorite awesome. tune you have to check them out check them out so madonna and the beaches so one i've heard yeah. of and don't listen to, and one I've not oh, heard sorry. of, and don't listen to. Sorry. <laughs> How about Tori Amos? Do you know Tori? Tori Amos. She I was saw... just in England. I, I, you know what? I saw that. I, I saw you put something up in the Discord recently, and I was like, oh, she looks um somewhat familiar. I don't know why, but I was like, no, I hadn't, hadn't heard of her. Sorry, but, but this is. Oh, um, it's, it's all you good. know, it's funny though, because she was a lot bigger in England. Like, so when Tori mm. first came out, they actually. M- not made her, but they convinced her to move to England because they said, you know, you're a little bit quirky and stuff, and we don't know if the American audience is ready for you, but England is. So uh, we'll take she, you uh, in. We'll take you on. Yep. Come on in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. she actually lives in Cornwall. Oh, no. Oh, nice. Oh, she's got money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely yeah. part of the world, but right? A little, a little too quiet for me, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, down sure. down southwest here. Yeah, mm. awesome, awesome. Um, another one, another band from the US that started out a lot bigger, or got their big start in the UK was Heim, the the three oh, sister right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one of the shows. That's mm. one of them. They're playing in London end of August, and I'm like, I'd actually quite like to go see them to be honest, because I'm quite a big fan. <coughs> I should. I I'd, I'd like to because they give. They're a bit of a badass. I don't know. I, I like them. Oh, yeah. I like them. Plus, I don't know. They put I on saw a, them they actually. Put oh, yeah, I saw them open for Taylor Swift whenever mm. that tour was years ago. Was that a year or two ago? No, it must have been before that. Um, I mean, what was that? The... 1989? <laughs> Pro- probably not. Probably tour? not. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were the year for a second. No, the like, album. Sorry. I don't think Alana was born by that point. No. That... <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry. Yeah. It's uh, the album tour. Right. Sorry, I'm not as versed in the Taylor Swift uh, discography. Apologies. Um, 
Don't uh, no, I honestly <laughs> like I. It was my daughter's. It was a. My daughter was huge into Taylor Swift back in the day. It's funny because uh, she now she can't stand her, but oh. yeah. Even my kids have met the band. Oh really? <laughs> oh nice. Yeah, oh. they. Uh, I sent John a message when we were down in Chicago, and I was like, "Hey, is there any chance like we could stop by and say hi?" And he's like, "Yeah, come over by the buses." So they came wow, out and awesome. chatted with the kids for a little bit. Oh, that's really cool of them, man. I, again, since I've been able to go to shows and you know the money to do it, they've actually not been in England since I've been available to do it. And then we had the pandemic. I know. And then it's it's just a, it's been a bit of a it's been a bit unfortunate. And we had a recent I say recent there was a Q and A last year, and I asked him about it, and he gave a fair response of like. You know, we'd book something and the warm-up would be a noise band. It wouldn't be very good. Probably kill the atmosphere. And I'm like, yeah, that's a shame. Because they're doing shows this year, but they're all in the US. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Like, oh, Well, like... and, you know, you'd think that being that, you know, it's always from England, like, they would maybe nope. even just do a run of... <laughs> Of shows in the UK, like why not? You know? I don't think so. <laughs> you can stay for free at at Zoe's parents' house. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, they've got families and stuff, so you know they're doing the US tour. They're they're killing it. They've got they've got some big shows. Um, they're doing some big venues. It'll yeah, happen. probably, probably it'll next be year. be nice when they actually go on tour tour because I'm I'm okay with like going to a festival, but. As you know, like it's crowded and it's expensive, and usually the shows are short, you know, 45 mm. to 60 minutes. So yeah. it'll be nice when they actually go on tour again. Yeah, and you've got to weigh up the sort of, well, I'm traveling all this way to go see a band for an hour. But you want to support them. Yeah. So it is worth it, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I sound like a well, I'm kind of on the fence about Lollapalooza because. I mean, I like I want to go see them, but I'm gonna mm. wait until they if they announce that they're gonna do a after show show. Oh, and okay. rumor has it um, oh. that they are. Oh. So if okay. they do, then I will go down because then I can see them twice in one night. You know. Mm, double dip, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, Amy. Um. We've had some recent releases. We've had a couple, actually, yes. since I've actually... Obviously, so far, we've had Heavy Games. We've had Dummy. We've had... Stop me if I'm forgetting one. Champ. We've had Thunderdome. We've had Summer of Love at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting one, aren't I? <laughs> we've had so many. Um, sort of anxiety, if you want to. Oh. I mean, you know, some of us were fortunate enough to listen to it. So... Oh, a little inside scoop. Tell me more, tell me more. What's this? Um, so on the Q&A on Discord, um, we were able to get a listen to it, like a, a um, what's the word, a temporary link. Like an early listen. So, oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So Rich peak. was, yeah, exactly. So Rich was nice enough to um, give us a little you know, listen to, and that was amazing. I really feel like 
you know, for the people who haven't heard it yet, mm. like that one was the one that really hit me. Oh shit! So, okay. I know. I'm excited for everybody else to hear it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Because I listened to the recording of the Rich uh, thing, but I think I think it was mm. Chris. Shout out to Chris. He cut it off before we could hear it. So it was the whole interview, ah. and then that bit was cut off conveniently. So for good reason, for good reason. Um, sure. And then obviously Grim Generation has been played live as well, which hasn't been released, but, you know, might might, yeah. be, might be like a, the week of, we might get it or something. I mean, just wait for June 23rd at this point, in my opinion. I think it's just... I know, it's just a month. Yeah, it's less, less than a month. Less... It's oh. gonna be a long month, though. I know. I've got some plans. I've got lots of lots of people like, yeah, fucking, I'll come on. I'll come. I will come on. You know, I've been, I've been keen to get back into it. You know. Um, All right. Good. It's good, yeah. it's good to talk about these things. But yeah, anxiety song. All right, I I'll... always. Sorry. Go I was gonna say I always find it kind of awesome how like you know you're doing this podcast and Thank you. like for me. I, I try to be creative. I like to write and I like to do like graphics on the computer and stuff like oh, that. Really? Yeah. I've been listening to the new music and I've been writing and like it's kind of exciting for me. So it's like with you in the podcast, it's like having something to kind of spark that creativity again. Yeah. I mean, it, if, if that's what, if that helps you, definitely go for it. I mean, what do you what do you like to just write or draw or create or in what in what regard? Um, I'm curious now. So it's funny. I don't I don't like to call it poetry because I I just think that there's like the stigma attached to poetry. Do the like words rhyme? Be... Okay, that will then it counts. Yes. I think I think that counts. <laughs> right. See, that's the thing. It's like, and then is it really depressing? Mm. Or you know, like you have this like. It's almost like a negative connotation to poetry, so I don't call it poetry. I just call it writing. But okay. um, some things like rhyme, some things are just rants. Some things are just thoughts, you know, okay. just like okay. words or a one-liner that I'll have to go back to later and kind of try to form something out of. Sometimes you need that in life. If, if you haven't got a mm -hmm. job that stimulates that creative aspect... You need that outburst of creativity, and yeah. I started this. I started doing this just because I wanted to learn how YouTube works, how editing works, how to make videos, do all that sort of stuff. Mm. I bought a mic; it kind of works. I don't know. I think the audio quality is <laughs> it's all right. I think it definitely could sound better. And yeah, I've I've mm -hmm. I've definitely tried to make it where the first episode compared to the one that comes up now, there should be a gradual improvement. I've tried to like add another thing. Add another thing, and hopefully, if I pull my finger out, we should have a little, a little video intro finally that I've been working on. Mm. Um, now that I've put that in the recording, that I have to do it because it'll sound real shit if I haven't done it. So, I've just just made myself just give myself some work at the weekend to do. There we go. So, should be good. Yeah, but yeah. I've got I've got a little a little a little something if you like. Uh, yeah. PTM. Should be good. Well, be if good. you need any graphics or a logo, let me know. Okay. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you. I will. Um, we'll talk after. <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah. We'll DM. We'll DM. Oh, sorry. Speaking of um, just like creativity and stuff, I a friend of mine. He is a GIS person, a 
mapping. He does maps for a living. I was having a chat with him and I was telling him that I was like, oh, I was thinking about doing a map that kind of shows where Portugal the Man is going to be going and like performing live this um, like this year or whatever. And he's like, you know what? He's like, I think that would be a really good project for me to submit to Esri, which is the it's the name of the um, company that it's a huge corporation. I'm sure mm. like a lot of people are very aware of it, um, but it's just like a mapping GIS uh, platform, okay. corporation software, stuff like that. But they have a huge conference and they have like a design challenge type of thing you know um so he made uh portugal the man map and called it portugal the map and um it's kind of cute you know it's like cool like i'll have to send it to you i'll share it with you so you can take a look at it but it's neat it's just something you know else it's like why not you know it's like if you're going to be creative you might as well um like you know do something that you like like portugal the man and you know make something creative out of it Awesome. So it's sorry to ask, but but so it's everywhere they've been on tour or on a show or something like that. Or? No, coming up. It's like oh, basically okay. what they're doing ah, to promote right. this album this year. Awesome. Right. Okay. So it's the U.S. Just the U.S. Mm-hmm. Maybe Canada. Yeah. I forget now. I just get the U.S. I don't know where. I just see the list of places and I'm like, I don't see U.K. <laughs> yeah. I don't see Europe. No, oh, no UK, unfortunately. No. no. Right. So it's so it's a map of all the upcoming. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, keep tabs on that. I think I did see you post something that. I'm pretty. I've been trying to be a bit more active in the Discord and the Reddit. Um, yeah, I've had some had some family issues and some bits to take care of. Uh, don't want to dwell on that, but yeah, still, I'll uh, I'll have a look at that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, shoot you the file or whatever too. Please do. But... Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, so we'll, I think we'll start off with Champ. Yeah, what do you think of Champ? Um, I love it. I, I mean, I'm probably biased, but you know, there are, there isn't one of the new releases that I don't like. Um, oh, really? I think. Oh. Yeah, it's just every time I feel like every time they, you know, give us a new one, I'm like, wow, how can they top the last one that they gave us? Mm. And it's just everyone, and I think that's actually why they're leaving um, Grim Generation till the last because I feel like that's just going to be a banger. I don't know, maybe it's oh. just. So you've not heard Grim Generation? <laughs> well, I might have. See, here's the deal because I know that they played it live last year, and I had mm. seen them. I don't even know how many times last year, but like, so, and I know that they played new music. So I'd have to go back mm. and like cross reference and see like did they play it on the dates that I saw them? Mm. So Yeah, it's always fun yeah. to go to see go to see a band and then they play something and you're like, This hasn't released yet. You're like, Ooh, special and new. I am um, Yeah. I was talking to uh Josh last year actually, Josh and I was telling him about the last show before the pandemic. Do you remember what your last show was pre pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Um, I could probably look this up. Yeah, go for it, go for it. That's a little tangent um, for everyone. So I'm pretty sure it was two feet. I have, so I try to save, like, any sort of, like, information about shows and stuff that I've been to. Yeah. So, 
I try to keep track of like the shows that I've seen, and um, I d- I don't keep track at all. Well, it kind of got to the point where I I've been to less than you definitely remember. So. I, I've been to so many that I'm like I actually don't remember if I've ever heard this song live or like mm. or you know did I go to that show? And then I go back and I look and I'm like oh yeah I was at that show. Mm. So it's it is one of those things where. Um, yeah, I've just been, I don't know. I don't know if you'd say I've been to too many shows or... No. I don't know, but... Yeah. That never thing. Um, well, anyhow, so it was Two Feet, and I don't know if you're familiar with Two Feet. He's an American um, guitar player. Um, insanely talented, this guy. Like, it is just crazy some of the sounds that he can produce with his guitar. But um, he came to Milwaukee two days before lockdown. We were still over here in America kind of wondering, like, is this something that we need to be worried about, you know? Or is this, like, scare tactics or, you know, like, let's just wait and see what happens. And I remember having that conversation at the show with my friends. Oh, really? And we were kind of like, wow, like, I wonder, you know, what's going to happen? And yeah, literally, like, two or three days later. Wow. Like, oh, everything. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I yeah. asked, yeah, I went to see um, another American group, Group Love. They oh, did yeah. one, they mm-hmm. signed with a UK label. I think they've already changed labels since then, so this is how long it's been. March 4th, 2020. Didn't think of anything. And, um, yeah, yeah, on that show, they were playing stuff from their... Uh, album before this is this um, the healer one they were playing some of the bits of there which is pretty cool because it was like oh first mm. in the world and uh, yeah, they've, yeah. Produced, they've, they've done this is this which is a fantastic album I actually really like that if you haven't heard group love this this oh I could I would clap I... It be picked up on the mic pretty poorly but yeah it is it is S tier I think I love it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll definitely check it out, then. Mm. It's also not too long. It doesn't disrespect your time, which is nice. Mm. It's fun. If you like fast, passionate, again, indie rock, so, yeah, you might, mm-hmm. might be up the street, but, yeah, they were playing. It was nice to have that sort of before it released. I can't remember when it actually did release as well, but, anyway, I've got a complete tangent. Now we were about to talk about Champ and... <laughs> Here we go talk about the pandemic again, but yeah, Champ featuring yeah, exactly. Edgar Winter. I love Champ, and it's kind of like what I was saying before. It totally gives me that classic rock vibe. I mm. mean, of course, with Edgar Winter on it, that definitely helps. But <laughs> it makes me wonder, though, because I am, you know, really into classic rock, and so I knew who Edgar Winter is, and I am curious to see how many other fans or people who listen to the album kind of will be able to pick up on some of these you know classic rock old you know especially like the the keyboard like there's like a lot of keyboard there's the saxophone there's like this Hmm. like these instruments that you know you don't typically hear on an indie rock album that I'm like this is awesome no you're absolutely right it's a to the keyboard, maybe maybe Kyle was having a good day. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe she's having a really good day. <laughs> maybe he just went off. I also, one. yeah, you know it's possible. I mean, maybe. he did have that piano out in the middle of 
like the public space or whatever they were doing that thing in Portland where he was just playing the piano just sitting out in the middle of oh really the the town square or whatever oh oh right yeah. I, I completely missed this oh Jesus when was this um it was last summer um, oh really oh oh damn it it must have been something that the city of Portland was doing to kind of um, engage people into the arts and mm. stuff and so they had literally just like plant and Kyle sat down at a piano and just started doing his thing oh so, right it's cool I'm sure there's probably some videos out there I will around that you could I might look into it yeah oh awesome yeah so yeah and then like I oh, I do like the songs the newer songs and maybe it's just me I don't know if you felt this or heard this but I I felt like especially listening through headphones that I'm picking up a lot more of like each individual person's instrument and like their notes and like their, Zoe's their style voice. yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm it's like each person well. is kind of like having their little moment, five minutes of, you know, to shine or whatever. Yeah, the production level is is quite high. I think that I think they've had mm-hmm. a lot of time to tinker, tweak. I'm sure John's mm-hmm. been bored. They've all been at home for a year. This is they've been working on this. John said this album's been done for a while, and they've had time to yeah. t- tinker, tweak, make little adjustments. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it does. I really like what I've heard so far. Yeah. Champ is unlike any other Portugal the Man song. It is very unique, very original, stands right. on its own. Also noticed quite a few features recently. Quite a few it's quite unusual. They've never really done this before. I mean we've had we had a feature on Woodstock. Um I think we had one one on Woodstock. Maybe one was a collaboration, you could count noise pollution, but since then it's been just like go 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 and again this harkens back to what I was talking about earlier with the the rise of Feel It Still and that sort of, you know, increased perspective for everyone that to get their name out there a bit more. So yeah, then we get features like this. They could be more quirky, a little bit more different, a little bit more, you know, do something a little bit off the beaten track, you know. But still, unlike mm-hmm. any other one. Um, by the way, what is going on with the last minute of <laughs> that song? It is mental. It's all over the place. I don't know if you've heard it recently, yeah. if you remember it, but yeah, that last minute is just like, it just goes hard. It just goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody... I know. It, it is, it, it's like a switch. And then yes. especially with the, at the very end with the abolish borders, abolish ice. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of like the right words to, to properly explain it, but. No, that's, I think, I think you've done a good job. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is very. You know, it's like it's kind of hard to put in words. It is a little bit, yeah. Like, it's like a monumental, like almost like a, like a change, but it's a jam and session. I, mean, I, I love that. I love it. Mm. You know, mm. um, I think it's great. I, I love. I, I also love like all the you know native nods and mentions and respect and all that stuff too. You know, especially being where we live you know you know it's like i don't know i i grew up next to the oneida nation so it's just really nice to see that there are other bands and organizations and people who are amplifying the voices of those who who 
you know, really deserve it. Mm. I guess. I was just gonna. I'm not as versed about the you know, American history and things like that, so I won't speak too much on it because yeah, right. A bit of, a bit of you know, land. Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Thank you very much. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Land acknowledgement. Getting you know, bringing out you know the the natives to the shows. Yeah. I, you know, it's different. You know, they don't have to. You know, they, they don't have to do that, but they are. They are doing it, and right. it's pretty neat. I mean, are they going to do it for every show forever? Probably not. But still, you know, given its representation, it's fine. It's good to do. It's nice to see. Yeah, um, I think it's it's. Yeah, more acknowledgement. <laughs> that's fine. That's good. Good on them. Um, donate to the PTA no, Foundation. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to help causes oh, yeah. and things like that. Um, I'm, I'm. I was gonna say I'm wearing my Portugal the Women shirt right now. In fact. Oh, okay. Bit of merch. Bit of, bit of shirt. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. Awesome. Awesome. But um, harken back to Champ. We go on tangents on this, by the way, Amy. We will go on tangents. You just have to, just have to come okay. back. We have to come back. Reel the fishing rod yeah. back in. We'll come back in. Exactly. Champ. Um, as you mentioned as well, yeah, so many different instruments uh, involved and so many like, alternating styles towards the end. Just, again, like I mentioned, a jam session. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's pretty cool. Just, just chuck it on there because they'll do that live. They'll do that on a live show. So it's like a nice, oh, this is what we're actually about, you know. This is the sort of, I mean, they always perform every song a little bit differently, so, yeah. Champ. Yeah, I noticed that in, so I went to see them in Chicago at the Twisted Xmas um, concert, and it was it was a very interesting show. I had hung out with them and talked to them for quite a while, and then um, the show itself was there was so much jamming it was just Mm. it was a lot of jamming and i loved it it was just almost like just freestyle just seeing them up there playing their instruments and doing what they do you know it's like um it was almost like they felt very at home doing what they were doing instead of oh here we're on stage to play a show for you you know, let's get this over with kind of thing. Mm. Like, they were actually there having a great time, enjoying it, you know, and just jamming. Mm. Mm. Yeah, awesome. cool. Yeah. It's a champ. Thumbs up so far. I'm pretty, I'm pretty warm on yeah. it. I'm pretty warm on it. I'll uh, might add it to just, like, the general... I've got, like, a playlist where I put just put ev- ev- anything and everything in there. It might go in there. It might, go, it might make the cut. <laughs> Not but that I that noticed. means anything there. Yeah. So we go on. Oh, sorry. No, I no, no, no. I was leading. I was. I was done actually. There. Okay. Oh, um. <laughs> excuse me. Um. I one thing I do like about the new music so far is I almost can't listen to one song at a time now. I have to. I mean, I know it. It starts with um, you know, Thunderdome, but. But from then on, I have to listen to them in succession. Mm. And then I, I end with anxiety. Because if you listen to Champ into anxiety, it's, it's really good. Oh, really? It's nice really to, awesome. A little bit of crossover. A little bit of um, concept album-esque. Yes. 
Exactly. Ah, okay, there it is. It is there. Okay, I was starting to wonder, like, were they... Okay, where do the puzzle pieces of these land, and where do they overlap? Hmm. Dummy, by the way. What do you think of Dummy? I haven't actually asked you about that. <laughs> such a such a fun song. It's, I mean, how can you not like it? Uh, I think it's my favourite by quite a bit so far. I really like it. It's kind of like... <clears throat> excuse me. It's kind of like when What Me Worry came out. It mm. was just... It's just a great... Like, it's like a great summer song to... You know, just hang out and listen to with your buddies on the porch and having a beer, and you know what I mean. It's like Definitely. it's one of those songs where I can't wait to hear it live. Like yes. I'm gonna be yeah. dancing my ass off. It's about someone think, uh, you know, a kid in his bedroom who can't sleep. And he's thinking about the world ending. You know, that's, that's, what, you, mm -hmm. that's what happens. You know, when there's a there's a pink dog dancing around. You know, around around town getting in trouble potentially getting arrested that's just, that's just standard stuff isn't it that's just, that's just what you do yeah, yeah. they've all been there th we've all been there John more particularly <laughs> as you know confirmed he eats dog food um, thank you lyric video uh, <laughs> it's quite cool actually I don't know if you've seen that it's like an alternative alternative video to it so it's like some like yeah. B shots and like side stuff and it's like it's kind of melded together yeah um I always wonder, like, how many, like, Easter eggs they purposely throw in mm. to the videos and stuff. You know, like, is there stuff that I'm missing? It's like, there's something in the corner, like, some sort of, you know, nod to Chris Black or, you know, yeah. something like that. It's like all these little clues. Yeah. We'll find out on, the, on the, the dog food can. We'll say, like, there'd be some, like... Little Easter egg, little something on there. Yeah. Yeah. A QR code to okay. download a B side. <laughs> I don't know if they've gone that far, but I like your thinking. That's cool thinking. <laughs> I like that. I like that train of thought. Mm. That's my marketing brain. Ah, nice, nice. Um, you mentioned already before Thunderdome. Uh, mm. song. What do you uh, what do you think of Thunderdome? What are your your impressions? I think it's great. I mean. You really like. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot, but no, no, no. That's, I, that's fine. <laughs> it's just one of those. You know, it's like these songs are just so good, and when you when you listen to them, especially when you start to listen to them, you start to hear the lyrics, and then you pick up on a lot of like the song patterns, or maybe you might hear some like piano that Kyle threw in there that you didn't hear before. Mm. It's just like the instrumentation is is so unique and it's just really like, it's really awesome to listen to like the layers and the different instruments and it's just, there's, a, there's a lot going on there, you mm. know? Like the songs are so chill and and cool and like there's such a nice vibe but if you actually like you know kind of dive in deep and listen to like each instrument like almost individually yeah it's, just, it's crazy yeah it's um I've, only, I've actually i listened to it once and i thought i kind of want to wait for this to see where it fits um within yeah. course black i want to see where this fits in because again something i noticed and something someone mentioned recently on the reddit or the discord a lot shorter. The songs are a bit shorter. I've noticed, which isn't a bad thing, but they they kind of kept to that like sharp, that like heightened three minute mark 
which I know John mm-hmm. mentioned re- in a recent interview, which we'll talk about in a moment, a bit li- a little bit later. But he quite likes that. He quite likes that three minute mark. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? Um, I is it too short? Is it I, too long? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I mean, like sometimes I do feel like I'm left wanting more. Mm. Um. Well, then you but, have the live show with a jam. And they actually play well, it for like 12 minutes. And <laughs> what I'm kind of thinking of, because I sometimes wonder if it almost just like opens up an opportunity for them to, you know, have fun with it on stage. Yeah. Yeah, no, most definitely. I, um, I, haven't, I haven't heard of Black Thought or Natalie uh, at all, no. to be honest. I was mm-hmm. trying to pronounce the surname there. And I, I was about to butcher it. Le Fourquet? <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm just reading it now. Love, 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 Yeah, I don't, I don't. Apologies. I've never heard of them either. Two white people trying to pronounce a Latin person's name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right, especially with a, a Midwestern accent. Oh, yeah, it's a Thunderdome. Um, pretty, pretty. I'm pretty. I was pretty. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for a while, but again, I want to. I want to hold on to it because I say that I saw it released. I listened to it once, and then pretty quickly after it released. The season, the time of the year, the summer of love. Mm. Out, twelve days afterwards. What were they thinking? <laughs> twelve days. Mm. I was like, what, "What's this? It's just come out. This is literally just released at the time of recording a couple of days ago." Literally, I don't know if you had the chance to hear this. Summer yeah. of love. It's up there for me. I'm talking. Oh, well, I like this. Yeah, that's what's funny. Like, I do like the song, but. I would say out of all the ones that the new releases, like, mm. it's not my favorite. I love it, okay. but it's not my favorite. And I I feel like there's a lot of other people saying that, that it is their favorite thus far of the singles. So I it's interesting the, to see, like, that... You won't be dummy. You know. Oh, I'm not having it, sorry. <laughs> right. I'm not allowed to. I know, that's kind of how I feel about like champ and anxiety like I don't mm. know I don't know oh, if you can really Robert, top those bringing up anxiety again jeez okay mm-hmm. <sighs> spoiling spoiling it for me yeah I know <sighs> oh god <laughs> less of a month uh, but yeah Summer of Love I un- again featuring Unknown Mortal Orchestra um, another feature I know I just mentioned it, it just seems like mm, couple more couple more of this album anyway um mm-hmm. again under three minutes as well bit of a current theme so they they obviously had like a style something they kept throughout making this yeah again some of love it's still quite early on so my initial uh, reaction opinions are quite raw but i really like it i like the style it's groovy um very different again very like if you go if you take a song like chicago like you mentioned previously compare that i know there's 15 years of difference or whatever but like the same band made both of them like how does that work Mm. i don't know it's so different which is pretty neat it's pretty cool um yeah i agree yeah what do you think it's completely different songs i think summer of love is uh it's kind of a great summer theme song like Mm. i feel like this is gonna be a perfect song to to listen to, you know, on a hot summer day, hanging out at Lollapalooza, waiting for 
Portugal man to come on stage. Mm, so you don't <laughs> think they'll play it live? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's hard to say because I feel like... How do you without having the feature there? I'm, I'm sure there are ways of doing it, you know, but... Yeah, it's going to be interesting, and I'm, I'm also curious to see who's going to be on tour this year, too, mm. because... Um, you know, Zach was kind of um, MIA for a while there. He had and a backside injury. He fell down the stairs. Leave him alone, right? <laughs> Leave him no, alone. <laughs> I know, but it's like, but then like Jason, you know, and like, obviously, I know that that was kind of the situation with Jason, like, you know, the one, whatever, like. I wasn't there. I didn't have the conversation with him, but from what I heard was that he wanted to take some time off to spend with his family. He took a so flight back to see his the birth of his child, so mm. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Was that, is that right? Am I remembering that story? Um, I think so. I would assume so. I mean... I think so, yeah. yeah I know he's married with kids, and, you know, obviously so is John, and... Um, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John's married. Did you know that? Yes, no, I've I've seen the pictures. <laughs> of that one of like, um, again. But gone yeah, off, so, gone off tangent. Sorry, yeah, anyway, we totally totally went off. No, it's tangent. good. Yeah, we're having fun. You know, it's it's allowed. Yeah, allow it. Um, yeah, awesome. So, Summer of Love out now. Uh, yeah, go stream it, download it, do what you have to do. Yeah, awesome. All right. Go to the Cure. All right, Amy. We um had a recent interview, very recent, with Mr. Zane Lowe and Mr. Gawley. They've been sitting down, they've been chatting, um, an Apple Music thing. He's, he's done a few of these. I don't know if you're familiar with Zane Lowe. He does these like more personal interviews. I mean, he did one earlier in this year with Paramore, talking about everything from their early days to their breakup and everything. Like, it gets personal. He gets cutthroat and talks about the deeper stuff in music and he's done an interview with John here which we've got some tidbits on the video version at the time of us recording is not available we're going off a website um, bear with us we'll go through it John talks to Apple Music yeah yeah, yeah we've got all this uh, I think there's one thing you hear in the studio every time and if you listen to Rick Rubin or Jeff Basker who features on Heavy Games uh, who have been working with people like that Benny Blanco, you never go in the studio going, hey, let's write a hit. I mean, that's just not really how it works. You could recognise something when something brilliant happens in the studio and you could go, wow, that's really special, but I think we just kind of went in this idea of, that we were going to you know, try and make this. I'm really butchering this. Sorry, everyone. I'm just trying to read it and it's not really happening so far, but I'll keep going, keep tackling on. I don't know, we wanted to make something punk, loose and kind of crazy. I'm working with Jeff Basker, who's the synth wizard. We're going to do something just way out there. So this kind of opening bit, Amy, I don't, I don't know you initial, not really have initial thoughts, but it sounds like they're just sort of talking about Jeff and the styles and like the initial concepts for it, which um, is pretty, you know, I didn't realise they were that close with Jeff. I mean, he does open up. I don't know where Heavy Games is on the, the list, but... Off the top of my head, I can't remember now. Yeah, it, I think, right? It does start it. That's why they led with it. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, but, you know what I'm I'm curious about is why Heavy Games isn't on Apple Music. 
because it had been released, right? It's on YouTube. Um, I think it's on Spotify as well. I will quickly check while really? I'm just searching. Dummy. Dummy Chris Lake remix. Champ. Dummy Chrome Sparks remix. Give these free shout outs now. Look at us. Thunderdome and some of Did it not really. Oh, okay. It's not on there. Fair enough. It's a minute long. Right. It'll it'll really it will come out soon enough anyway. Anyway, that's a good little tidbit. I didn't actually realise that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a little bit interesting. I thought. Hmm. So I yeah. I typically have to go on to YouTube then to listen to it. <laughs> mm, yes. Little montage at the end of that one as well. Anyway, jumping back into the article, <clears throat> uh, they wanted to do something way out there. And during that process, I'm quoting John again. We lost a very dear friend of ours, Chris Black, who. As we know, Amy was their like hype man. He was their um, uh, I don't know how you would, I don't know what you would describe him as uh, the role or something. Maybe there's a better word for it than a hype man, but he was their MC, wasn't he? Something like that. Yeah, I would say he was their hype man. I was fortunate enough to see him the first time I saw a Portugal man. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, and he definitely was getting the crowd going and. He's just a good presence, like a good. He's like a, he's like the rock, you know. Mm. He's like the not the actor. I don't know. But that like yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> solidness, yeah. Yeah, he just I don't know. It was it was entertaining, and it was it definitely you know for me anyhow. I thought it was a nice add to the yes. show. Instead of the was this before the Beavis and Butthead intro or? Around that time, yeah. So it's before that. Okay. Even I, they didn't even have any video or oh, really? oh, okay. anything. Yeah, it was completely oh, right. um, just them on stage. All oh, right, awesome. By the way, I will link yeah. this article in the description or however I can. So if people just want to like zip through and control F or whatever, they can. So if I do miss out on bits and butcher bits, because you know. I will do that. Um, anyway, jumping back in, um, yeah, they lost the, they lost him, uh, Chris Plank, who the new album is named after. Chris Plank just Chris Plank changed my life. Don't know why I added the word just didn't need to be. Uh, he goes on to John goes on to say, I believe this is John anyway, and I think that in that moment priorities kind of shifted. The pandemic hit, all these things happen. Sitting down, I just thought, just thought about it a lot. And his family. And I mean, we were folk, we were forced to be in these like little pods. He goes on to talk about um, they wanted to, you know, get out obviously, and they wanted to get back to touring because they like touring, they like doing shows. It's understandable. We wanted to get out. It was a tough year and a half, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know how you did during it. I don't want to linger too much on it, Amy, but you know, wasn't the best time. <laughs> Well, especially for somebody who likes to go to a lot of live shows. Oh was, yeah, batting. It was a, it was life changing. <laughs> mm, Dave, quite literally. Um, mm. Yeah, I'll jump back into it. I mean, that's exactly what we were feeling. I think we were, we were working on music. A lot of this came down to I think this cooped up feeling. Everyone was feeling very, you know, you know, it was very cathartic for me. 
it reminded me of home and the isolation of growing up in Alaska in these cabins because you know, John you know he's he's very passionate about his home and you know obviously thought about that thought about Alaska a lot he's talked about this and I think in those um uh remember those pre-album we had those little like mini shorts they would do what were they called the Nick Country one that's it the Nick that's it yeah it was a little interviews with a few little images and stuff I remember John was talking about it feeling very going back and thinking about Alaska and using that influence on this using that so yeah I'm not surprised by that at all you know John goes on to say and I think in sitting down to write this album just about family and everything Chris has done for me it was just really looking for that music that he loved growing up with. He really loves Motown, Elvis, the 50s, the 60s, where people really structurally, or really, people really structurally, and time, and in time it was three minute songs. That was his obsession. Again, we start to see that, all the track basically under three minutes. He loves a three minute song. And as you had mentioned before, we were talking about perhaps it's like a way for them to um, kind of expand on it. You know, maybe a three-minute song isn't so bad as far as like listening to it through your earphones, but, you know, perhaps live they're going to make a three-minute song into a ten-minute song. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, so Jai goes on uh, to talk about the song, the new single, Dummy, and how it's an ode to the cure. And uh, to quote him, he says, yeah, I've said it a bunch, but that song to me was like this ode to the cure. I mean, this is really, really early on. This is pre-pandemic. We were in the studio with Paul Williams, who is just a masterclass songwriter. I he really is. Legend. He really is. <laughs> yeah, Rainbow Connection, Carpenters. He's written so many amazing songs. Uh, so John says we were sitting down with him and we were working on something. It was just a different song at the time. And their drummer comes in, which I'm sure, you know, obviously people know as Jason. Um, and he's like, hey, I got a bass line for this. And he keeps telling me he has a bass line. He starts doing this thing in my ear. And he's trying to whisper this bass line to me. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. This is how the bass sounds in your head. <laughs> Which I love that. I love how, you know, he's trying to tell John, like, this is a bass line, mm. like, as a drummer, <laughs> you know, and he's telling John, and John's like, wait a second, this is what the bass sounds like in your head? <sighs> Jason's a weird, like, <laughs> he's a Sadie <laughs> like, he's, yeah. he's a funny geezer. Anyway. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they were working so, yeah. with Paul Williams, wasn't it? Like, it's not. I, I, this, this is the first time we've heard about it, which is pretty yeah. neat. Like it's, it's a pretty big name, you know? Like, Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you look at the other collaborations, you know, on this album, it's just, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Mm. It's like these are, you know, as John says, they're icons. Mm, definitely. So. They are icons. And they're working with them now. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> working with people they want exactly. to work with. Exactly. Mm. What I find interesting, too, is a lot of people will collaborate with up-and-coming artists. Mm. And then you've got, you know, Portugal the Man, and they're kind of, like, going back and being like, hey, wait a second, what about this guy? And what about this guy? Or what about this band? Or what about, 
this singer that nobody's ever heard of or you know it's like they're they like um natalia for example mm. you know Perfect it's probably sample. the first time a lot of us have ever heard her name yeah but you know she's obviously well known so it's almost like it's almost like shining light on other artists that they respect exactly yeah that's what i was thinking yeah so, so john goes on to talk about you know they're in the studio with paul and they're chatting why don't you go in there and record that real quick i'll figure it out on the bass so john obviously this is kind of like the feel it still kind of collaboration where he works with Asa Tacone, that, 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 that sort of thing. And um, yeah, he goes on to say, what goes on the whole time, I just kind of knew that something really special came from it. That, I mean, he's a goth kid and that is the world he lives in. I just kind of felt like this, it needed the playfulness in the song. Yet this weight of this kind of cartoonish reality, aka the tank dog, the, the pink, <laughs> the costume of John running around or whoever's been running around in it um, can't fully confirm who's been running around it the whole time but probably John um, <laughs> the cartoonish reality we're living in right now so there you go the ode the connections with the tank dog everything is so exaggerated as well uh, so that's what the verses were to him uh, it's Looney Tunes he goes on to say it's the piano hanging over your head it's the anvil falling and you can hear it but it's going to smash you so you just cut it loose it's boys don't cry, but go dance. Yeah, the next uh, next paragraph part um, talks about growing up in Alaska. His parents were dog sled mushers. We all know this. Um, hopefully you do now. So they grew up dog sled mushing, the Iditarod running, Yukon Quest running family. Grew up around dogs, and these packs are very essential to their being, he goes on to say. And I mean that passion for things. I like that passion for racing, that passion for running, that passion for being out together in these packs. And I think that that seemed, that seeped into my being. So building those families and keeping it all together is really, really important for him. He goes on to say, I mean, we went with Rich Holtzman, who is the band manager. If you haven't heard already, he did a recent a Q&A. I think, I think Chris recorded it. Thank you, Chris, again, doing some top work on the discord that was on the reddit sorry you record it it's on the reddit uh you can listen to the mp3 if you want to some nice tidbits there some good questions um he didn't ask my question about have you got any stories you can't tell but they probably for legal reasons probably can't answer that so that's fair enough i was trying to get trying to get a few tidbits of some some juicy info but hey ho we'll try again another time um yeah we've had a again the band manager we've had him the same we've had the same lawyer forever these people are in their lives so yeah um john just sort of being pretty homely very like grounded in his roots and that reflects him um do you think of that do you think do you think that's a fair reflection i don't know what you can think about that too much but yeah i mean it's a very interesting um, childhood, I would say. Yes, you know, there's definitely. not many of us that can say that we grew up, you know, but, in the shed and didn't have electricity, and you mm. know, our parents like, you know, had were dog sled, you know, people. It's just, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, like having snow, pretty much all year. I don't, I don't know if it's all year round, but 
most of the year. What's that like? <laughs> well, being from Wisconsin, it's pretty much we we'd say that we get um you get nine months of winter. I get nine oh dear. Yeah. We, we get about I mean, eight it's, we get about eight, seven or eight. <laughs> seven or eight. Well, it snowed it snowed this month. It snowed earlier in oh, May. Really? So Jesus. yeah. And then it'll warmer. start snowing again, probably in, I don't know, it depends. Sometimes in September, but Gosh. usually probably October. <laughs> Damn, it doesn't really snow too much in the UK. When it happens, everyone shoots himself and goes, oh, Jesus, what do we do? And then everyone realizes, oh, you just drive a bit slower, put salt on the roads. Give a big yeah, car. the whole country shuts down. Oh, yeah, we just we panic. We just panic. Yeah. The last piece of this article uh, talks about their musical progression since the debut album. The first album is the band released, you see everything they grew up with. You go out on tour and you have this experience, and yeah, that was really fun, he goes on to say. I like the heavier, busier stuff, bluesier stuff, pardon me, sorry, the cursor was on the thing. Heavier, busier stuff, that's not a phrase. Bluesier stuff. That's kind of where my guitar playing falls. So he made church mouth. Like church mouth, good, good one. <laughs> nice work there. We made a bluesy record. I learned how to play chords on our third album. So censored colours is me learning how to play chords. Going, oh, that's a seven. I still barely know what that means. I don't know what that means. Did you learn the instrument? I don't. Did you, did you, did you no, <laughs> I mean, I knew I could play um, clarinet. And then I know a little bit of piano. And then during oh. lockdown, I actually tried to start teaching myself how to play guitar. Nice. But I don't know. I don't know chords or anything no. like that. I'm not, definitely not that. I can't read sophisticated. music. Yeah, no. I'm... Oh, I, yeah. I have to do the whole every good boy deserves fudge thing. And like, do you know that? Oh, you yeah. yeah. The five. Like... Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so it was a I still have to like when I when I'm reading music I still have to kind of remind myself okay you know where's C again so oh, yeah. find little C yep no, that's fair mm. <laughs> yeah I used to learn um, on two occasions piano I was young and then a couple of years ago probably pre-pandemic but I kind of get to the same point and I find the reading and playing pace very difficult I just couldn't get mm. over that. And the amount of time I would just I wasn't I wasn't happy with the progression I made, so I just didn't put in enough effort, unfortunately, which is annoying. But I'll maybe try again and again and again, and I'll eventually pick it up a little better. But never mind. Oh, yeah. that's a seven. Kind of how I feel. Article goes on to read. Um, you know, John talks about the growth of the band, and it's just been documented. This is our college. Our college was going through just learning how to play everything. This is, they're talking about the albums again. They start to Atlantic. They talk about that. The early In the Mountain and the Cloud era. And here's all those albums in one. And then you expand into Danger Mouse with Evil Friends. Who very much let you explore sonically and structurally and arrangements. And there's no rules to that. And I think coming off the album, I had a lot of ideas for Woodstock, in quotations. Bouncing around during that period. So, I mean, feel it still. So, we had the basic idea, kind of sitting in this bag. I've shown it to a lot of people. And it wasn't until Ace of Tacone. Look, I didn't read ahead. Remember? 
uh, heard the track. You heard me playing the bass line. We're just in a lounge together, in a studio, it says. And I was playing the bass line, just completely stressed trying to figure out this album. And that's his safe place. It's that bass line. So it ends with, I quote, So I feel like it's been this journey of just learning each time and creating something new. This album, Chris Blank, changed my life. Has been the most exciting for me. Just working fully, working with Asa Tacone on the, a lot of these songs. Working with Jess, Jeff Basker, who is just an absolute genius. And there we go. That is... There's some, there's some tidbits in there. There's some background. There's some foundation to the concepts of it. Yeah, what do you... What do you overall, what do you think, Amy? Yeah, what do you... Uh, um, you mean of the article itself? Yeah, or pretty... just in general? Just, just in general, what do you... How do you, how do you, what do you think about it? I mean, it's good to, it's good to get those tidbits. It's good to know the ideas of it, why he went for it, like the backing, like almost that, as I mentioned it before, the foundation, yeah. where it came from. I'm always interested to see how um, things progress. So yeah. it's, for me, it's, it's nice to see like where the influences came from and, you know, what the background is on a song. You know, not only lyrically, but musically, like instrumentally. Um, why they chose, you know, a particular person on this song versus, you know, another person or like as far as like collaborations go. So I like reading the articles or listening to the Q&A's because it's nice to kind of get like the foundation of an album yeah. Song. yeah, and it's it's behind the door, behind the curtain. We don't really see that sort of thing, so it is nice to have. We don't really get it, and uh, take it when it comes. So yeah, mm-hmm. I will. I'll link the article below. Um, I'm sure we'll probably get a bunch more in the next coming weeks, months, interviews and such. Just talking about the album, Chris Black, all that good stuff. Okay, that um. We've had a good discussion. I think we've had a good discussion today. We've we've gone through some articles and some recent stuff. Caught up. It's nice to know a bit more about you. It's been a good time, but we're not quite yeah. done yet. We're not getting out of the woods just yet. The PTM ten questions. Ten questions. I'm thinking of a song from the Portugal the Man catalog. You have ten yes or no only answered questions. Let's have a little think how you can divide them up. You've got to work out what one I'm thinking of. I've got it here. I've gotten ready. Do you have any questions? Are you ready to go? How are we feeling? Oh, we... gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I, I say we just go for it. People have been less confident each time. There's a little bit of pressure. Because yeah. now... It's like I'm on, I'm on the... Oh. I'm in the hot seat. There was no prize, no loss, no punishment. <laughs> don't worry. This is just for fun. I'm not going to get banned from Discord if I lose. I mean, you said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You'll be, you'll be cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. You take it away when you've uh, got your first one. However many. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like, so, like, a 20 questions thing. Exactly. But there's only 10. Cause, oh, I mean... shit. Okay. One song out of their whole catalog? Yeah, just one. Just one. One measly. Just one. See, now I am more nervous. 
You'll be cool. You'll be alright. Okay. Um, You've got this. Is the song a new release song? Uh, I'm going to say no, even though it's quite vague. I wouldn't put that in the last two years, no. If that's what you mean by new, yeah. Yeah, like if it's after a uh, new album kind of thing. Yeah, not um, a new release. Okay. Um, if you want to break it down, like album, or like track, or like name, any just anything to break it down. You want to start like harming yeah. things like that. Before okay. and after. Um, that's what I was thinking too. Okay, so is this song on any of the albums before Evil Friends? So from their origin up to Evil Friends. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yes, it is between them. Okay. Um, Don't get too precious with the albums, though. They did single as oh. well. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're really gonna make it tough then. I, I've I've picked a harder one this week. This time. Well, why for me? <laughs> I mean, okay. it's one um, out of however many each time. I can't. It's not like we talk about dummy for a whole episode and I pick dummy as the thing. Right. That would be dumb, wouldn't it? Okay. So how... That would be a dummy move. That would be, sure. yeah. But it isn't because you said new releases. So. Um, okay, so... Was this released as a single? No. Okay. Yeah, a little... Um, had to check, though. You had to, you had to be sure. Okay, was it on was it on an EP? No. Huh. Okay. Um Okay, okay. You have five questions and oh, a guess. Wait, did it have anything to do with the tiger? How do you mean? Oh, oh, um, no, 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 no. Not Sumatran not, tigers. Not no. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Hmm. All of a sudden, it just occurred to me. I was like, oh. It's a good one. You did say um, no single though, so you know you did. Yeah. True. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um. Oh gosh. Was this song on? a perhaps on a soundtrack uh no I feel like I'm I'm not even getting warmer mm. it's tough isn't it yeah this is really hard got this um but like this was a song that they were like they weren't the featured artist on it, right? Like they were the Yeah, ones, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna like count that as a question, song. but there this okay. is this yeah, this isn't I'm okay. not that mean. I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I know, I'm like, well no, God, I'll let you have that as a free one because just... I gave you the yeah, so it is it is there. You could break it down by like year or album. Uh-huh. 
Was it? But it's not on an EP, but it's on an album before Evil Friends. Hmm. Problem is, I'm really, like, before Evil Friends, I'm not mm. as good with, like, song titles either. I don't know. I feel really, like... No worries. Think about um, breaking it down before and after, because you need to get the album, really. Okay. Was it before 2010? Yes. It was pre-2010. Okay, so there's, there's only a few before then. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I would say Chicago, but then I feel like that would be too obvious. Don't, don't, don't want to waste like, the whole thing on a guess. you got to hone it down a bit yeah. more. Um, Do you want to bring up the discography? Just to give yourself a hand? Yeah, actually, here. Let me... Yeah, how many do I have left? You have three and a guess? Yeah. Oh. I'll say three. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is good. Um, which is tough, but you got this. Let's see. Um, I'm looking at. Is it. I forget that you can, like, pretty much ask whatever. All I asked was yes or no questions. That's yeah. All. Yeah. True. Depends how outside the box. Okay. How creative you can get with them. Is this song on the first two albums? Um. Ooh. Well, no, 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 it isn't. I don't know why it took me so oh. long to figure that out. It is not on Witty Vultures or Church Mouth. So that leaves you with three? Censored colors and... Two questions hmm. and a guess. You could ask, you could break it down, because two of them are pretty much the same. You could just do a stand. Yeah, I know. Dark. That's. I'm literally like looking at, at uh, satanic satanists and um, um, what I call it? I'm trying to like compare, like, which one is it? I'm trying to like, I'm trying to use telepathy. I mean, you could all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to think about it. Um. I have a feeling. Is it on censored colors? Because I just it I is. Know, for some reason it is. I okay, I have a feeling. All right, you've got to narrow um, it down now. You've got one question to narrow down. All of them. Okay. And you're gonna have to take a stab in the dark. Okay. Does it have an O in the title? <laughs> o is in the letter. Yeah. Just to confirm, it does. Go. Right. So is this my guess? This now? this is your guess. It's like it's do or die. Have a think. What are we what are we thinking? Talk to me. What could it be? What couldn't it be? I mean, I feel like it I don't know. I kinda feel like it might just be colours. What are the other options? You've got... Because there's more than one that I... Yeah, I know. Mm. I'm trying to... I'm trying to, um... Like, just go by, like, my gut. Okay. 
I don't know. New Orleans, it's like, I feel like it's a toss-up between colors and New Orleans. Okay. I'm just... Go for it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with New Orleans. Final answer? Yeah, I think. Scented colors is correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, in the mm -hmm. title is correct. The track was out and in and in and out. Ah. September Damn 16th, it. 2008, Sense of Colours. Got pretty darn close, I'll give you that. You got it down to one Not and bad. five. Not bad. I had, to, I had to guard you a little bit, but you know what? It's the pressure. Because you weren't expecting yeah, it. It was. That was a lot. That was, that was a lot. Pressure. That was a lot. Hmm. But you know what? This has been really good. It's been good to chat to you. Um, yeah, you too. It's been fun. It's been good catching. You know, I remember that time we were both in that Discord Q and A. I was recording it. You were trying to record it. We both failed. Then it didn't. It didn't. It just didn't work. I was really annoyed because uh. I had recorded the whole thing with the the screen. I went to um, like pause it, like select it, do it, done, and it just froze. And I've been I've mm -hmm. woken up early in the morning to record this two hour like hour long thing and it buggered up right at the end and I was like you're kidding I'm going to bed I literally just went to bed right then I was like I can't be doing this yeah screw that I I thought I I gave it like five minutes I thought why is oh, come on <laughs> so, I know the same thing happened to me because I was uh, I had it all set up everything was ready to go and then um. Um, I don't know, it must have been Chris asked me to check, like, checked in on my audio if I could hear him. And I just, like, turned off. You might have been muted. Like, one thing. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I was like, oh, shit. And then I just screwed it up, so I was like, oh, fuck it. Uh, but, whatever. That's good. We've got the transcript out there, you know. We've got it out there in some way. Yeah. You had to yeah, be there. You had to it. be there. Anyway. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, do you have any... Um, Thank you for coming on. Short notice again. It's been really good. Um, do you have any a statement or a final, any final thoughts or any anything you want to shout out? Anything you want to promote? The floor is yours. Um, no, I'm just looking forward to seeing them at Red Rocks again and Lala and wherever else uh, this road may take me. Awesome. And uh, what's your next show that you're planning on going to PTM on? Offer. Uh Red Rocks. Oh, that is the next one. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That'll oh, be cool. Should be a good time. July. July. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very very nice. Hopefully not too warm for you or snowy, depending on the weather. Hopefully it's still right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there better not be any snow. There better not be. Playing a home game for them. <laughs> oh, we back in last Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Again, if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Um, I think I've got plans to keep going, just keep doing more podcasts. That is the plan, just to keep getting content out there. I think I keep learning, making small... You know, we want to get more people, more fans, talk about the first times. We've heard so many interesting stories, and it's just good to keep going, you know? if Yeah, just, just good to chat to people, try and build the community up. But, um, yeah, again... Thank you for listening. Have a good day, guys. Cheers. Bye.